This audio orgasm is not safe for work and is strictly for adults only. Now, let's get it on. What? Jody, I'm gonna fucking kill you! Okay, now. I hope you fucking overdose on cocaine! Now, say Poe Boys Podcast. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! How can we fuck your day up? <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to the Poe Boys Podcast! We don't think rape is good, but we turn a blind eye! Rape! 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 On the first fucking date! Just to, just to make sure you noticed. I thought she had a fanny pack on. That was her titty poking no, out. that's the thing. No, this shot, this is the worst framed shot ever. There is <laughs> there, half of the screen is headroom. Uh, the bottom half is half titty, half gunt. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of gunt. A lot of gunt oh action going on. <laughs> her wow. gun goes out as far as her fucking tits, and dude, it's brutal. The only thing separating her tits from her pussy is her belt buckle right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a WCW championship belt, too. <laughs> Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host, that motherfucker Jody B. And tonight, special guest, uh, fellow podcaster, and uh, host of The Internet is a Toilet. You're a curator of uh, the horrible atrocities of the internet, and I'm here tonight to expose people to you, and I'm hoping that maybe we can uh, we can talk about some shit. How about that, Adam? Holy shit, I'm looking forward to it, Jody. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, dude. It's it's been a long time coming. Like I didn't realize you were hanging out with my boyfriend Fish as much as you were, and I think I got jealous. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to be a part of this triangle now. <laughs> <laughs> Gladly, yeah, man. It's 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 fucking great. He's he's been a fucking hoot, really helping me out a bunch. So I'm relatively new to this. Always been a curator of shitty shit and uh Finally putting it out there, and it feels fun. feels fucking great, man. So your show is new-ish. How many episodes you got now of Internet as a Toilet? I would say, I think 32, 33, but in the beginning, maybe for the first 20, I was pumping them out like three, four a week, maybe. They're short. five, six-minute episodes. Yeah, so now I'm doing 20 in just one a week. You, You do some production. You do some editing, drops, all that fun shit. And I appreciate that. That's one of the things I like about, you know, running and running into new people and other producers is just kind of what your little flavor is. And thus far, 
I enjoy it. And it's short, so I can take it. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah. Short's always been the way to go for me. That's the thing, you know, if I can do more, then I'm going to do more shorts. Yeah. I'm not going to do a long for I can't. We have such a short attention span as people in this day and age. Like I have a hard time. I hit a wall about an hour 15, typically hour 30. And if I'm not having deep or I'm not, I'm drunk, whatever. <laughs> There's usually a couple factors, but typically at about an hour 15, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm out of shit. I got nothing. I'm not going to waste your time to go, go away. <laughs> Take something special to hold my attention for longer than that these days. And, and honestly, there's there's very few that can. So, yeah, well, I, yeah dude. I noticed that you podcast standing up. That has to be a part of that. That's something I've only seen a couple times. And the other people that I had had crippling ADD. <laughs> oh, OK, then, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I do everything standing up my, uh, you know, and, and, you know, 20 minute episodes. A lot of editing still takes me maybe 30, 40 minutes to record. So it's all standing up and I sit all fucking day. So I need to get up. No, I get that. I like it. I think it gives you a different flair. And uh, somebody talked me into trying it. And it does. It kind of opens your lungs up a little more. Like if you want to rant, I think standing up is the way to go. You know, and basically that's what you're doing. You're just listening to things that probably piss you off a little bit on the Internet and uh, complaining about them. Yeah, piss me off in one way or another, you know, and like, honestly, deep down you and I and fucking Brandon, we love shitty shit. Yeah. But there, there is still a part of it that, uh, is, uh, frustrating. So for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, there are cheesy things. I like cheese. It depends on what kind of cheese it is, but there are some things that are just terrible. (laughs) And that's, that's the stuff that makes me a rage. And that's usually when I start talking shit is when something just pisses me off. Well, uh, I'm hoping you brought some of that tonight. I got a few things. Most of yours are audio clips and stuff like that. I have things that just piss me off. Like one of them happened just a couple days ago. One of my favorites. And because you're a curator of the internet, you probably understand this one in particular. I have a small group of people that I run the terrible things that I say by sometimes just to double check and make sure that I'm not going to get crucified for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it something that someone you know made? No, no. this is just an internet person that, uh, so you know how people make uh, GoFundMes and stuff for like when your family gets all fucked up or your dog needs a kidney or whatever, and they'll post a GoFundMe and, you know, that's fine. It's not as irritating for me, but uh, there's a, a different kind of thing that happens uh, with Internet people where sometimes they need attention so bad that they will stoop to other forms of getting it. Sometimes they'll post things about like in this particular case, this is, uh, oh, my kid has autism and he has no friends. This is my 10 year old son. He is. I'm winging it. Hold on. God damn it. No worries. It's, oh. it's the words that pissed me off. And I read it and I go, man, fuck this person. <laughs> it's, fuck it's, it's the words and, and the intent. The intent is not to bring positive awareness to whatever they're doing. The Here intent is fucking give me Facebook likes and yep. give me shares. And God, oh, fuck this person already. Oh, good. I'm, gra- I'm glad I got you primed up. So here's the deal. Here's the quote and quote. <laughs> okay. Daniels. My son, profoundly autistic. (laughs) Adam, I don't know what that means. That was part of the response. I think the last thing I put in my response was, what the fuck does profoundly autistic mean? Like, like Rain Man or like he's so fucking autistic that he can barely put his shoes on. Like, what are we talking about, dude? The amount of like 
glorious backlight and angels singing behind this kid's autism is just it's profound dude he, he's profoundly wow. autistic i i don't know he hasn't he hasn't one friend it's his birthday today he wrote two wishes to learn to drive and to make friends please wish him a happy birthday please show him you care please share 121,000 oh. likes 20,000 retweets yeah man and like, so here's the thing. Maybe I'm just jaded because of the internet. I've been around it long enough to know that this is horseshit. In my mind, I go, well, you're a parent. Daniel, he's just a sweet boy. He's fucking 10. Take him some. What does he like to do? Does he like comic books? Take him to a Comic-Con. Take him to Laser Tag. Take him somewhere and help him make friends. Don't get on your fucking Facebook or your Twitter page and make a sympathy post for your fucking little retarded kid. And make me feel bad when it's like, bro, this isn't my problem. This is your problem. You're being a shitty person. And you're teaching your kid to rely on fucking bullshit from the internet to make him feel good. Like, are you out of your fucking mind, bro? <laughs> and that's basically what I responded. Like, you know, that was a little, little denser. But, yeah. What are you doing? Good. good. No, like, Daniel... Poor Daniel's probably not even going to see that roast. I don't if even know Daniel if Daniel exists. Hey, the number one comment under it is from Mark Hamill. That Mark Hamill. Yes. The Mark Hamill? That and Mark Hamill. what is Hamill. that comment? Holy it fuck, says, this is amazing. For my friend Daniel, with a birthday cake emoji, and it's a picture of him from, uh, I guess, the Rise of Skywalker, whatever the middle Star Wars movie was where he's all old and shit. Okay. The force is strong with this one. So. That was it? The father responds, this means a lot. For me and an eight-year-old, for me as an eight-year-old, and for my son who idolizes you, and every person with autism. (laughs) This is 100% not real. (sighs) It makes me so mad. Like, what do you do? (laughs) You attention-starved whore. Fuck you. (laughs) That's that's terrible. And a quick peek. I do I run a a small nonprofit where we get about a thousand dollars a month that comes in. People write in to us about someone they know going through someone. Yes. And we anonymously gift them money. So that means every month I deal with lies and bullshit that is easily Googleable and searchable. And sometimes you can just have that instinct, but this just fucking screams bullshit. Give me attention, likes, and literally just retweet this. It was weird. That does nothing for a 10-year-old, profoundly autistic kid's <laughs> psyche. Adam. Holy shit. Okay, look. Number one, your kid doesn't have cancer. I understand, like, Make-A-Wish kids, they get to meet John Cena and The Rock and stuff. That's cool. But, you know, like, there's a lot of kids with cancer that don't get to meet John Cena and The Rock. So why? Your kid is one of... I don't know, a billion? How many fucking autistic people they say? Like, everybody's autistic now. Everybody's kids are fucking autistic, like, to some extent. Why are you special? Go make that boy some friends, you fucking cunt. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what's, what's the profoundly autistic statistic? What if he's just a smartass? Like, he just walks around all day because he's actually really smart, and he's like, father. He calls him father because that's, that's how smart he is. Father. Father. Are you aware? Oof. 
autistic statistics a fun couple of words to say but uh yeah the profoundly autistic statistic okay that's amazing yeah um but fuck that woman 100 percent. that was a, that was no, a, that was a man <laughs> fuck that man yes it, it, was that sexist of me probably just, just a little yeah i would have to say so sorry I don't, you know what i don't even want to say it's sexist i think shame on him that's something for a mother to do yeah, because I love my wife, my mom, and my daughter. So fuck him. <laughs> I hope I hope his her the kid's mom is dead. I hope she doesn't have to deal with a guy that would pull some shit like that. Because you know he's just Oof. sitting at the house at the kitchen table, like thumbing through that, going, "Yeah," <laughs> touching his balls. <laughs> Did he not even have to use any hashtags for that amount of traction? No, no. People are the worst, Adam, and you know that. That's what you do. You dig around all day and find terrible people. You fucking. I've heard. Like you just doing general shit like holidays that are bullshit, but also taking deep dives into videos of people singing poorly and videos of people doing dumb shit and saying shit. Uh, What was I think I listened to one day that was uh, bad kid songs, you know, where you go through cringeworthy kid songs or some shit like that. Yeah, there's so fucking there's so much of just everything. It's hard to come in with a topic but yeah the i mean my the last episode the kids stuff literally just watching shit with my daughter i'll find the itsy bitsy spider out came the sun and dried up all the rain there was a sun that came out with a fucking machine gun and like (laughs) (laughs) fucking took out rain clouds with a like a gun and just like uh came the sun it's so fucking peppy behind it i heard it there was so much bullshit gunfire in the background yes so i'm sure there was a video that came along with it that's the best part (laughs) there's no way it didn't there's a lot of stuff that didn't make the cut because the just that translation to audio doesn't it's not always there and you know i would love to one day bring a video aspect to it yeah that just with the amount of editing there's so much that goes into it yeah, it doesn't maybe in- one day i'm so new to it no it doesn't interest me at all unless you like that kind of shit if you're into the video editing and stuff that's cool i do this just so i can see your face i don't really i care about recording video <laughs> i'm a video editor by day oh, it's my job gross yeah, so so that sounds like something I'm, you want to do in your hobby time right and it's i'm so, fuck as i literally had to explain this to my boss last week like Rain Man just gets numbers, I just get video editing. So maybe I'm slightly, not profoundly, but slightly autistic when it comes to video <laughs> editing because I can do everything at two times speed. Yeah. I just set it up and I can fucking go start to finish. So I'm really quick and fast at what I do. So I could do it, but it would still be a lot of work. See, I think I have the opposite of whatever you have. I'm really slow, but methodical. So that's the deal is I catch every breath, every stutter and everything and clean it up real nice. I'll make you sound like a million bucks, but it takes like two weeks for me to edit a fucking episode because I literally <laughs> listen to it second by second like an asshole. No worries. Well, uh, thanks for taking care of me like that. I think I should do that. I owe you guys that. I have people that have real bad vocal tics, ums and errs, and I'm bad enough. Sometimes we start making each other do it. It's not good. So then I go through and I just I clean it up. I'll leave some in there because I don't want to completely take away the illusion. Because if they listen to your show and you're doing it, yeah, it kind of will fuck them up. But I'll take out every third one just to be nice. That is very, very kind of you. I've got myself notes over here. So you don't say, sound like a bumbling asshole. I don't want to sound like a bumbling asshole. Just a, cu- a couple things to not sound like a bumbling asshole will, will help <laughs> everybody in the end. So you've got... Uh, well, your kid is two, you said? Yeah, she's two and a half now. I mean, this is the point where you can start using the and a halves. They wear off at some point, but 
the difference between now and six months ago was holy shit. Yeah, it's going to come fast, too. So bless your heart. So my kid talks to Alexa. That's how I find all the new hot songs nowadays. Cool. Has your kid started, what do we got? Has your kid started talking yet? Oh, yeah. She's talking up a storm. Um, she'll Today, she... She's peeing, you know, we're, we're, she's doing really good with potty training. So I was like, you know, go pee on the potty. And she looked in there and her old pee was in there. Yeah. And she was like, my old pee's in there. So you hit her like, with a paper okay. and you were like, wow. I was like, fucking piss on your piss, you stupid bitch. Asshole. No, I, <laughs> I was like, you know, you can pee on your pee. And she went, oh, God. Uh, so, yeah, she's talking and she's a sasshole. So, yeah, she's yes. bougie already at two. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're trying to protect the environment, you little dick. Shut up. Oh, fuck the environment, too. So the kid walks around. That uh, I played a song earlier when he got on. It was, what, Matthew Mod- Moderna or Modine. I don't know what his fucking name is, but the guy that makes all the funny songs. And uh, uh, Yeah, uh, Moturn Media, yeah. Moturn Media, that guy. And uh, he has a song called Butt Cheeks. And it's just from him going, hey, Alexa, play Butt Cheeks. And then whatever pops up. So I found. Oh, so he found that just through asking for butt cheeks. Yeah, saying he plays poop. Like it's just it's funny. He's a kid, and they fuck they fuck with Alexa. So note to parents: funny thing, if you have an Alexa in your house, this is a fun little thing. Go to your you can say Alexa, and then say fart, and it will play a fart noise. And sometimes there's a whole other app that kicks in that you got to tell it not to buy whatever, but it'll be like. Fart noise. And it goes, that was a juicy one. Would you like to hear a soggy wet fart? And you go, yes. And she goes, that was a soggy wet fart. Would you like to hear a seam ripping fart? And it's, I don't know, 20 minutes. You'll sit in your living room fucking around. That sounds amazing. I would do that for hours today. Yeah. But I don't know if you have any uh, program, uh, little dots or whatever, smart speakers anywhere. If you want to fuck with your friends, your parents, whoever, just go, Alexa, fart. And she will make fart noises for at least 10 minutes. We don't ha- at home, but my in-laws do, and we'll be there tomorrow night. So Adam, Melody and I will have a lot of fun with that. Adam, there's a timer function where you can say, fart timer, two minutes. And then for two minutes, it won't go off. And then all of a sudden, it'll rip a fart. It's pretty fucking great. I have it on my thermostat. My wife has got one of those like electronic fucking full-blown <laughs> Bluetooth fucking thermostats. Is the funniest goddamn thing. Okay, yeah, uh, that's gonna that's gonna have to happen tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes. Hey, maybe get a test run if they're not around. Just fuck with it. But I'm pretty sure it's fart timer or fart bomb. Like there's something, and it will actually fucking take however long you say, and then it'll fart. It's pretty great. With a two year old and a puppy around, I'll definitely have a moment to fuck around before uh, dinner. So here's the thing: a five year old, they're not a good judge of what's good and what's not. <laughs> But every once in a while, you'll stumble across some shit. So he likes a song uh, on top of spaghetti with meat, all covered with cheese. The meatball song? Yeah. We're at that stage where we're learning funny songs. And the other night, I was giving him a shower. And I stumbled across an old cover of this song from a group called the, The Persuasions. Are you familiar with The Persuasions? I am not familiar with the persuasions. Right. I'm assuming it's like an old soul group. I haven't listened to a whole lot of their shit, but basically they're like black Oak Ridge boys. So this, this is uh, them doing like an acapella where they're doing the, the fucking shit behind. 
it's it's a fun fucking song and it's going to get into your bones and by the end of it you're probably going to be singing the song you might be singing it tomorrow with your children's this is a great fucking song awesome my 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 sometimes it's serious sometimes it makes you want to cry but this is a laughing song a song for all the little kids who don't like broccoli some of you don't like your corn so it was a kind of a slow start, right? As this is going, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that bass line and his fucking voice. I go, this dude's probably got some preaching vocals. Let's do this. And people that don't like your corn, I got like a, who's the fucking guy? Isaac Hayes, chef. Hello there, uh, children. Like, I kind of get that feel from him a little bit. People don't, don't like their broccoli. Yeah. Don't like the corn. You Definitely know you love your corn. Time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm digging this, but he tells this little silly story and it's it's took so long to get around to it. That you know me, I'm listening to shit. I've got an attitude. And it took so long that by the middle of this stupid fucking story, I'm like, this better be fucking great. (laughs) And it was. This is one of my favorite fucking things, man. And I'll play this in my house. I'm going to try real hard not to sing it now because my kid's asleep. But I literally will bellow. I will open up and sing this goddamn song through the house. And the kid does it too. And it's fucking great. I can't wait. But you love your meatballs. So this is what we call a meatball story. Yes, a meatball story. And this friend of mine, his name was James Weldon Eldorado McMeatball. I'm James Weldon <laughs> Eldorado McMeatball. Got it? Such, such a good name. <laughs> Again, James Weldon Eldorado McMeatball. Good old boy, good friend of mine. I loved him dearly, but you know, James, he had a coat that he wore all the time. Everywhere you see James, he had this coat on. He loved the coat so much, he named the coat. He called the coat tomato, tomato sauce. Yes, when you see James, you saw his coat tomato sauce. There comes James and his coat tomato sauce. (laughs) Well, (laughs) what? He has a coat. I'm assuming it's red. He calls it tomato sauce. It's so stupid and silly. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm giving the kid a bath. Like, we're just taking a shower and this shit comes on. And I go, what the fuck is going on here? And I stop. And then, you know, this is getting towards the end of it. I go, okay. Fucking blow my mind. Yeah, but this is great. It's so fucking great. Here we go. Holy shit. Thank you. This is a little short story about James and his cold tomato sauce. So take a listen to it. On top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. It rolled off the table and onto the floor. Guys got the voice of a fucking angel. <laughs> Dude, th- this goes and proves, man. Melody and tone is, it does not matter what you're saying. Holy shit. Th- this is fucking beautiful. It was hilarious up until this point, And at this point, it's fucking beautiful. He's solo right now. All them other assholes that are acapella making noise and doing the scat behind him, they all sing too. 
It's about to get righteous, dude. I love this. <laughs> there you go. Holy shit. Brace yourself. And then my poor me rolled out of the door. It rolled in the garden and under a bush. And then my poor meatball was nothing but mush. So if you like spaghetti, all covered with cheese, hold on to your meatball when somebody sneezes. Oh, I said, if you like spaghetti, all covered with cheese. Hold on to that meatball when somebody sneezes. Simple. Life lessons, guys. If you like spaghetti all covered with cheese, hold on to your meatball when somebody sneezes. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing else you could do. And then th- when they bring the second singer in, yep. what do they do? There's no harmony. They go straight to unison. Yes. And that that is beautiful. When two people can sing together at the same time, that beats harmony. Holy shit, that was fucking... I've been, I know, right? I've been edging you out. It's time to go, bro. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, on top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed and rolled off the table and on to the floor. And then my poor meatball rolled out of the door and rolled into the garden and under a bush. And then my poor meatball was nothing but mud. If you like spaghetti, all covered with cheese, hold on to your meat. When your mama sneezes, yeah. If you like spaghetti, all covered with cheese. Hold on to your meatball when somebody sneezes, yeah, yeah. If you like spaghetti, all covered with cheese. Hold on to your meatball. When your mommy sneezes. So we do that. <laughs> like when I'm making dinner and shit, dude. Like I fucking, I will be in the kitchen. I'll be stomping my motherfucking foot. When I'm cooking. I'm just like, if you last spaghetti. <laughs> fucking grab the kid, dude. He loves the shit. Nothing about that was <laughs> even close to basic generic even the baseline was all over the place yeah that holy shit so that, that was, was amazing i've never heard that thank you it's by the persuasions you. and you can go down a deep dive on the persuasions i assume they're like the temptations with that kind of shit they've got to be some kind of like a quartet or some shit that's gonna become a staple around here i mean she's not ready for that yet but i will hold on to that jody thank you for that holy shit that was fantastic they really like I love music. My wife loves music. So we it has to be a thing in here. And dude, one of my it's a dumb dad plan, like just my thought. 
So, like, when we were trying to sleep train him to, like, go to bed and stuff, I play Rockabye Baby. Uh, those songs, have you heard those where they do, like, uh, lullaby covers of different songs? Oh, yeah. I've uh, There's actually a couple of uh, punk albums that I've heard Rockabye versions of. That, yes. Yep, it works. So it's wonderful. For, I don't know, three and a half, four years now, every night when he goes to bed, he listens to Stairway to Heaven lullaby, like, on repeat over and over again. And now, is it like a music box version, or is it like a string quartet version? It's this version. Okay. Nice. Obviously, it doesn't have the full-blown guitar solo at the end, but it's interesting, man. Like, in my in my mind, I thought about it almost like a hip, hypno, hypnosis kind of thing. No matter where he sleeps, we've always had that. So that's like the common. We we take him places where we sleep somewhere else that's not his bed. As long as he's got that fucking music playing, he'll go to sleep. So it's nice. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Fuck yeah, that's fantastic. I hope it doesn't stick because like I don't want it to be like driving one day and stairway comes on and he fucking crashes his car or some shit. So like I gotta be careful. We're switching it up now. I think he's got blinding lights is another one now by the weekend. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. a a drastic change, but you know, it sounds cool on a lullaby. Yeah, one of these things is not like the other, but still, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> There's only Army. a couple that sounded really good. Like, they have to be kind of low, you know, not really upbeat, lifty songs. And that's the thing is some of those Rock- Rockabye Babies, like, there's a Queen album. It's fun to listen to, but it's probably not great to go to sleep to. It's all over the place. Yeah, like, like that, especially that stairway riff. It's. A shit ton of quarter notes. Yeah. It's just dink, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. So like, that's a great way to put you down. But holy shit. Are you a musician yourself? Not at all. I just love it. I like to sing. And I kind I can play like five things on a harmonica. And I have a Jew harp that I can bang, bang, bang. Fucking do that. That's about it. I just like music. Yeah. Spectator. Awesome. I get jealous of people that can play because it's like I just never figured it out, man. I didn't try hard either, so that's the thing. I'm not saying I would have been good. I'm just saying I I just never computed with it. And I know people that can pick the shit up. Brandon sent me a picture of me the other day. Uh, we were watching – I was watching videos, uh, strange instruments from around the world or whatever. So it would just be like these weird at like Alp horns dudes blowing like 10-foot fucking horns and like making sounds and shit. And I was just like, that's crazy. <laughs> I send it to Brandon. I go, hey, look, fish. Oh, look at all these fucking weirdos with their like Jack White ingenuity, and they're just like playing these strange ass instruments. And he was like, I played the saw for a while. I go, what? <laughs> then he sent me a picture of him with a fucking like a big ass cut him down tree saw bent in half with a bow on it. And I said, dude, how has that never come up in conversation? You fuck. Like I've talked to you probably twenty times at this point. Like. Never. That's amazing. <laughs> By the way, I used Holy to play shit. a saw. <laughs> That's kind of a fun thing you should put in your bio. Eh, you know, so what of it? I played the saw. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to get too much onto Brandon. I had him on. Like, we never really gotten into it. Brandon's a cool fucking guy. Like, he's got his things. He's probably a little crazy, but aren't we all? I feel like some of his crazies and my crazies definitely, like, sync up because... It's 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 hilarious, just like the random things. Yeah. Uh, oh, fish is good. Fish is good dude to talk to. He's he used to be like a band gypsy. He used to just travel around with fucking like tours 
not even good ones, just like shitty jam band tours. And he would just live in a tent and stuff for a while. And I was like, what oh, the man. fuck, you hippie? You're just a dirty little hippie kid. And he's like, man. <laughs> fuck, man. I could never do that for a long amount of time. But it sounds like so much fun. I wouldn't hate it. You know, it, no, I would, I tell all. you what, I wouldn't hate it for like four days. Then after that, I'd probably hate it. Dude, I could rage hard for four days. You're just sitting around smelling your own balls at a certain point, And you're like, man, <laughs> I wish I had a washing machine. That would be cool. Just to like, you know, wash my underwear and fucking my pants. <laughs> Anything. I'll take a bottle of water and a rag at this point. Yeah. Just wipe your ass and go on about your day. It's like, it's fine. <laughs> Nobody's blowing me anyway. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Cause you know, you're not fucking out there in the mud pit. Like that's gross. Shame on you. I don't fish. even, I don't even really care about seeing the sublime cover band play their eighth set tonight. <laughs> so you said you guys are a lot alike. Are there anything in particular things that you've kind of bonded over like fun things? Honestly, shitty shit. Yeah. It started at me just like tweeting at him. Like here's a shitty song. And he's like, holy shit, that's shitty. And then I was like, here's a shitty song. And then him and Red were like, wow, that's shitty. And then I reset up like, dude, I've got a shitty song for boy bands. And he's like, come the fuck on. And then I brought Heartbeat Boys. And it's been a beautiful goddamn friendship since then. Adam, that's the I Like the Rain song, isn't it? I like the rain. Yep. Fuck you, dude. I would have been better off not knowing. I could have gone my whole life. 100%, man. Uh, I've brought some shitty shit to that show. I like the rain, the the Jada, this party's on fire song. And that's, that episode, was we. it was 50-50. Jada had 50%, and Willow Smith had 50%. Yeah. And I, con- I conceded, and I said... The amount that I've been singing that goddamn song all fucking week, you piece of shit, you win, fuck you, and uh, yeah, so I love that but show. Then, yeah, that's it's so much fun to go there and fuck around with him. Like last time, I decided to go full heel turn because I got tired of fucking losing. <laughs> and it works though. I mean, I'm probably I'm not gonna be able to pull that one off again. But it felt good. I'm not gonna lie. At the end, just like I don't fucking care. Y'all can suck my balls. <laughs> That Notiverbs guy who was afraid of flying. Yes. I, I told him, like, he, he was like, uh, fucking Delvin's bringing this song. So I just looked up people that were in that band and I found that and I was like, holy shit, this exists. Yeah. Man, just that song itself uh, made everything. Notiverbs was worth, bad. Yeah. Worth it. Holy shit. That is, I, I still play random people. Just I'm like, you want to hear one of the shittiest rap songs ever from like the biggest pussy ever? Check out this guy. <laughs> so you're talking about shitty internet videos. Here's a, a first round draft pick. You probably heard this. Like this one isn't not famous, but it's one of my favorites. You're talking about like shitty music and stuff. That's the video is even better. It's a uh, Zach Fox. You know what I'm talking about? Jesus is the one I got depression. No, I don't know that Jesus one. Fuck. Okay, hold on. Because what's going to have to happen now is I'm going to have to look it up. Mm. Oh, shit. Sorry. No, because there's a video that goes along with it. 
and it's it's just an endless sea of stuff out there. This is shitty, but in a good way. Remember, I said there's a difference between cheese and what's good and what's bad. My my next week's episode is probably one of my favorite shitty internets. What do you got next week? Jan Terry. Jan Terry is that a? Uh, well, if you search up worst music video ever, um. The top one will be one of her music. Hey, hey. Okay. Can you hear that okay? okay? I, I can just find, yeah. Let's watch Jesus is the one. Holy shit. So, um, I'm not sure who this person is. I've heard people assume that this is this guy's old lady. She looks young, but, you know, maybe not. Maybe she's just Latina. <laughs> She also just looks little from like the whole depth of everything and the angles. She just looks little. Okay. So there's a lot's going to come at you real quick. I hope you're good at picking lyrics because there's, there's going to be a few, but this is, this is pretty nasty too. And I can hit it back. Okay. All right. Hey, bitch, you better praise God or I'm a shooting that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'm going to stab you in the face. If it ain't about Jesus, I'm going to hit you with this cane. Jesus is the one. Hell yeah, praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free take K. It's the trap game. Abraham Lincoln, four score and 16 bars ago. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died, because I know it's coming up. Hey, little bitch. How you not gonna fuck on a real nigga? Yeah, I'm getting paid, still late on my bills, nigga. Yo, bitch, at my crib, I just let her charge the iPhone. Ask me if these diamonds now, bitch. These some rhinestones. Armpit musty. Rebox dusty, my show got canceled cause white folks don't trust me. Now I'm in the strip club with glue on the bottom of my shoe, nigga. That's how I'm do. Hey, I'm still a So yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, there is so much going on right now. Yeah. So uh, the hook of the song is coming up and that this one might be one you'll look up to because everybody that's seen this thus far, this is like this is all time. This is good shit. <laughs> when did this come out? Is this supposed to look old, or did this come out a while ago? I'm sure this is from a while ago. See, I thought the first time I ever saw it, I thought it was Tyler, the creator, like Loiter Squad or something. You know, I thought it was a skit. And it's like, no, I think this is actually a dude who was performing back in the day. I don't think it's as old as it looks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's probably from the early 2000s, but it's just when, like, video cameras weren't great. Yeah, and and then they utilized their not good video cameras to really make it look like a mm-hmm. shitty public access set. Wow. He's all over the place, man. It's just, this is, this is a thing of beauty. <laughs> Bitches. I'm hitting licks year round like it's Christmas. I got addictions. I take the condom off and drug my nut. It's delicious. Catch that. I heard my nut is delicious. He said, I took What's- the condom off and drink my nut. It's delicious. <laughs> he drank his- He's like a, Who's the is Beck? He's like the Beck of rap. Like he's just really going non sequitur hard, man. I'm gonna hold on. Give me, give you back a little bit. I don't give a shit. I'll play this thing ten fucking times. Nigga, yo bitch at my crib. I just let her charge the iPhone. Ask me if these diamonds now, bitch. These some rhinestones. Armpit musty. Reebok dusty. My show got canceled because white folks don't trust me. Now I'm in the strip club with blue on the bottom of my shoe, nigga. That's how I'm do. Hey, I'm selling money from these bitches. I'm hitting licks year round like it's Christmas. I got addictions. I take the condom off and drug my nut. It's delicious. I want to get a whip and crash it in the white owned businesses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god, Musty, Dusty, and Don't Trust Me is an amazing triple rhyme. He wants to get a whip and drive it into wide-owned businesses. Oh my, businesses. <laughs> <laughs> this, hey. is a, this is art. Hey, no, hold on, I got this hook. Hey, 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 hey. I'm gonna dip my balls into some thousand dollars dressing. Because I got depression. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Holy shit! Yep. Wow! Oh my! Thank you, Adam. This is fucking beautiful. I'm 34. I had a pretty traumatic childhood. Serious shit. I got shot. I got molested. Like, dude, I've been through some shit. I've never been that depressed to even think about dipping my balls in Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> I'm gonna be really mad if that was the answer the whole time. You know. <laughs> It's going to piss me off. <laughs> I'm going to dip my balls into some thousand dollars dressing. Because I got depression. I'm going to avoid my taxes and I'm going to get arrested. Because I got depression. I'm going to rob my mama and I'm going to spend the money on the old shit. Because I got depression. Everybody know, nigga, you need to learn your fucking lesson. Nigga, I got depression. Hey, shout out mental illness. <laughs> shout out mental illness. Shout out mental illness. All around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, shout out mental illness. <laughs> so it took a minute to get to the I got depression hook. And now we're already in the bridge after the first chorus. It's not a very long song. You don't need a lot. That's the the beauty of this song is it doesn't need to be more than a minute 55. <laughs> That's it. This is the result of bringing it back again to our friends you know, they say every song could be so much shorter on City Song of the Week. This is the perfect rap song. Sure. There's no fat on this song. Holy shit. Um, this is amazing. Dude, if you've got a mental illness, like, fucking turn up, dude. Like, seriously, Word. dude. Like, whatever the fuck you got going on, dude. Fucking, you're medicated. You're not medicated, dude. Here like, comes. seriously, fucking, bro. I put my fucking... I put my dick in a bag of Doritos and made this nigga bitch suck the dust off the tip. <laughs> it's poetry really like oh my god <laughs> that is nothing but art that is yep. art god i hope he's not dead like that would bum me out for real <laughs> that he needs a fucking career in that oh wow Yep, that is fantastic. So there you go, buddy. There's a couple of my favorite internet, uh, you know, treasures. They're not necessarily shitty. Some might not like them. Some might not enjoy no. as much. I think they're perfect. There's <laughs> two perfect okay. things. Um, if if I sent you a clip right now via Twitter, yeah. would that be easy for you to play? Yeah, I just play it right here. You sent me a couple earlier. I've got those too. Don't forget. I got you singing oh. songs. It looks like here. Ooh. Okay, yeah, so that's the earliest recording of me, and that's super cringy. Ooh. It's a song I wrote about being an extension cord, and that recording is from well over 20 years ago. It's not good, but uh, <clears throat> I just sent you a clip on Twitter, and... Uh, Patrick knew that this was a great opportunity for a joke. Hey, Mom, he said with a grin. What does a cat eat for breakfast? His mom looked at him blankly. 
Mice Krispies, he said, delivering the punchline with a flourish. Oddly, his mum didn't react at all. Not even a snigger. Patrick knew that this was a great opportunity for a joke. Hey, mum, he said. That's- it just keeps repeating. It's called a snick. I thought it was a snicker. I thought it was referred as a snicker. I will say this. I found out there are other words in other places, mainly across the seas, that are close. Because I've seen people like on Australia shows, they say uh, sniggle, which is fun. <laughs> like it, That's a lot different than literally just putting an S before <laughs> one of the worst words that ever. Bro, happened. you're not supposed to hang people out to dry like that. Just say it. What kind of a, per- um, what kind of a person would dare do some shit like that? You're a bad man. That's a kid's podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that happened recently. I I go out of my way to listen to an insane amount of shitty podcasts, as you probably are aware. Yes, I subscribe to probably three, four, five hundred. I listen to them at two times speed. I listen to the first five minutes and the last five minutes, maybe thirty, forty a day. Just a lot of terrible stuff. You want to hear? Like, object myself to that. You want to hear something that I'll probably have to bleep after, since I understand now your sense of humor. Please, shh, nigger. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just in case you didn't hear, shh, nigger. That's I know I know that voice. That's our friend Carl. <laughs> From who are these podcasts? Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'll probably cut this. But yeah, he said uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I got him. It's Nager. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Did he do it like unironically? Was he referring to like the uh uh, Nicholas Cage, uh, stuttering John thing. No, he literally said Arnold Schwarzenegger, but the way he says it with his accent, like he puts the hard I in Schwarzenegger. There's no I. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. I holy shit. I gave that to Vinny a while ago just to say, yeah. hey man, for, for some reason you ever need this, there you go. He hasn't used it. I don't know what he's nope. gonna do with it. <laughs> <laughs> them. Funny though, <laughs> funny to me. I think it's funny. Are you kidding me? That's hilarious. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that with me. At least that's the problem. Sometimes you get wound up in these shows. You wouldn't have to cut me. <laughs> you just go back a few episodes. I'm sure you'll find one. Go listen to Delvin Cox podcast episode 200. <laughs> <laughs> Said it a lot. <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. But at the end of the day, I think my heart shined through. Nobody got that upset. It made me feel good. That's awesome. And Delvin's a good dude. He's a good uh, median, medium or whatever. Yeah. It was weird. Sure. Was it? it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I even said it to him because I was, he was, I don't know. Uh, this is way late. Delvin Cox's 200th episode was about the N word. That was the fucking, the thing. And he took, I don't know, 15 hours, probably that much of different interviews and cut it down to, I think, a two-hour show. 
and it's just interviews with different people. And he says like, how were you the first time you ever heard their word? And how did it make you feel? And this, that, and the other. And he talks to, you know, black folks, white folks, old folks, young folks, just kind of goes through the whole thing. And I told him, I was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get a flaming bag of shit on my porch. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'll, I'll check into that because uh, I recorded an episode with Delvin a few months back and it hasn't come out. So no worries. And I totally get the this whole sphere. Yeah. I do. We talk for years probably. And that's why I told him like, it's funny. Cause I, I respect Delvin. He's a great dude. And I would never just go willy nilly with him around. Like that's rude. And it was just funny. Like that was the first time I said it out loud. And I think it was hard R a couple times. Cause I was iter- like reiterating a point <laughs> and I was just like, this is the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You weren't going full Gene Obisconti, but... No, 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 no. I try to keep those to a minimum. Uh, Most of mine are usually for effect when retelling stories or something to that effect. I try not to go rogue (laughs) with my fucking (laughs) N-bombs. Yeah, that's... That, that, that makes sense. I get it. It's a good rule rule to have in the year of our Lord 2021, Joe Biden's America. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't talk politics, but I fucking know better. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what you're saying these days. I'm a complete fucking buffoon, and I have the heart of gold. And I have a friend who has Native American roots, and I was listening to a band who was a Native American drummer, and I was like, oh, and she's a drummer too. And I'm like, oh, you like punk music? You'd love this band. And I was like, yeah, the drummer's Indian, too. She got so offended. And I'm like, my heart and my intent was all positive. The reason for you to flip it upside down because a stupid idiot accidentally said one word with the intent of gold, you need to calm down. Did you say Indian and she got mad about it? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I was like, holy shit. Like, she walked in. I was like, oh my God, good to see you. You need to check out this band. Holy shit, they're so good. And their drummer's Indian too, and blah, blah, blah. But because I was fucking, and, and I literally am terrible at the English language, and that's okay. But it would have been better if she would have said dot or feather. And then you would have responded, and then she would have got more mad. <laughs> nope. If, if, if she would have said that, I would have fucking stood up and given her a hug. <laughs> this is the same girl that once said, it's okay because I have the body of a Bratz doll. Anybody who says that about themselves deserves a goddamn slap in the tits. Titty. Slapping the tits. Yeah. Oh, honestly, that was the I, – I, I came up with three scenarios. I'm like, I'm just going to go with Titty. I feel yeah, like you can, listen, I feel like if you really wanted to get away with it, like you can't just deck your woman because you're going to punt bruises and hurt her fucking face. But I've told my wife on many occasions, just are fucking around, hey, bitch. I don't say bitch. Maybe that's just in my mind. But I'm like – I will paintbrush your titties. And in my mind, it's the idea of her brawless, like standing there, and you just kind of like, you come across them, like whip that. And you fucking come back, like just like Bob Ross beat the devil out of it. (laughs) I like the swipe, especially like if you just do one big swipe, you can still get like two to death out of one swipe. Yes. But up, but up, but up. 
if you okay. line, if you line up, if you line up a whole bunch, it'd be like after you score a goal or something, you could just run down and be like, "Hey, blah, 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 blah. I like that." <laughs> Even if you just got like five women to stand around you, and you just kind of put your arms out like T Rex, and you just spun around in circles, you could do like an endless just like titty slap. At I'm, that think, point. I'm thinking roller skates. Roller skates probably. You just take off and as many titties as you can get with the fucking weight. I like it. You wrap something around the ankles and you just like <laughs> kind of pull it, so then you're just spinning there, straight out of a movie. Beautiful. I gotta find something better than rollerblade titty slap. Jesus nope, that's a, that, that's a different button. What's this about? How old are you, Adam? Right now I'm 37. So you said this was how many years ago? This was in 1997. Oh. I was 12 or 13. This is the oldest known recording of me singing a... The name of uh, my artist that I performed under was... Bi-anal ham sandwich, and this is the oldest bi-anal ham sandwich song that I could find. Okay. I just gave it a thumbs down. It deserves <laughs> it. Let's see what we got here. CDFG. Plug me in the wall. I am really That's just crafty writing. Like, not many people know that. How many people know that extension cords can come up that long? I can be f- up to 500 feet. But uh, it, just in case you didn't know what I was singing about, I do confirm going forward. I am an extension cord. <laughs> electric things work. I am an extension Have you ever seen somebody zapped in the eyebrow with an extension cord? Not once. I feel like it had some pain attached to it, man. That sucks. It's no, that was a, that was stupid me just trying to be silly and It's a little bit awkward. punk rock. Like zap, it didn't kill you. It didn't zap your heart. It zaps your eye with, with an extension cord. It was very punk rock to be doing anything this stupid pre-Tim and Eric. <laughs> just to say. Oh, had to show off my skills. Sometimes I have that takes so long. When everything's bad, It's poetic. You were trying. Uh, question. Yes. But one of the lines is, uh, fuck, it was uh, about cooking hamburgers. When do extension cords help cook hamburgers? I'm, I don't think you're supposed to like plug electric griddles and stuff into extension cords. Probably not. I used to uh, maybe a, a George Foreman grill. Did they have George Foreman grills in 1998? Has it been that long? Holy shit. Has it been that long? Yeah. When was the first George Foreman grill? Holy shit. Was that the 90s? I'm going to laugh. I feel like it was, right? 
Yeah, but which 90s? 1949? That's not it. That's George Foreman. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. I feel like it's around there. Let's see. Now I'm on it. I got to figure it out. When was the... You ever fucks with a George Foreman grill, man? Yeah, I had one in my 20s when I moved into the apartment since its introduction in 1994. So, wow. there um, More than 100 million George Foreman grills have been sold worldwide. 94, dude. Since its inception 27 years ago, and this song is 23 years old, and I maybe sold seven copies of a CDR that I made with the song on it. George Foreman girls are almost as old as Nirvana. Or not like Nirvana, you know what I'm saying? But like the time frame. George Foreman girls are pretty good. Do you ever have one? I had plenty. I think it's a tra- they, it's a trailer park staple. Like you have to have a George Foreman grill at some point. I mean, especially <laughs> when you can buy those fucking frozen Bubba burgers and just throw four on at a time. Dude. They're terrible. Like it's basically McDonald's engineering. Like that's the thing. They're finally like, okay, let's make a grill that cooks on the top and bottom, like McDonald's, because they're the only other assholes that try that shit. But it's okay. Let's cook fish on here. That's probably gonna work. <laughs> yep, works for them. Works for George Foreman too. It's great for hamburgers and chicken. Probably don't cook tuna on it. You know, like maybe get a skillet for that piece of shit. Can you pull up the uh, share screen again? I want to share with you one person. Just one video. If you did, you didn't know Jan Terry. This is her most known video. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would say my episode thirty-four with Jan Terry will probably it's coming out next Wednesday, so oh, it'll shit. be out before this. Just search up worst music video ever, and there's a chubby blonde. Oh, no, no, don't even do Jan Terry. Just worst music video ever. Oh wow, she looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife. There's a badass guy in this that uh, you'll notice when she's on his motorcycle, he's parked <laughs> under a no parking sign. Oh. He blows he blows through a stop sign. But he's a this is Jen Terry. Losing you circa 1993? Okay. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Self-shot, self-produced. Probably one of them big-ass VCR cameras. So you put the whole VHS tape in. 80 pounds. <laughs> limo driver too in real life i think this is a scene from crocodile dundee i'm pretty sure this is what happens when they pull up and then he gets out and he meets carl winslow uh so so i don't she is a limo driver in real or was a limo driver in real life and got to drive it around and use it in props so she is the carl winslow i'm going to assume that she probably didn't have permission to do that she just did it yeah 100 probably yeah let's say that pretty dope though See, this is almost a sensory overload because, like, I'm trying to watch and listen also, and uh, 
There's a lot. There's a lot happening. There's a, there's a lot going on. Trust me, it's going to slow down soon. <laughs> I, I'm Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife's mom. That's who this could be. Like Sam Kinison in a Dolly Parton wig. It's pretty wild. Did she say a pimple? What did she say? My heart is open like an open book, oh. and yours is closed. Well, there's she's not beating around to any sort of yeah. metaphorical bush over here. You don't have to read between the lines. There's one line. You don't have to read between the lines. <laughs> Notice that she just like she was not singing the right words over that. No. If you go back five seconds, she's she forgets the words to her own songs in the video. See, I thought it was bad editing. I was like, this probably bugs you, right? No, because she comes in for the more. It's one shot. So. Chicago, man. Cityscape of Chicago. Wow. Is that, I've, on, a, is that on a boat, you think? I think that's 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 on either another coast or an island. I don't think that's a boat because it's very still water uh, and it's just a very, very basic pan of a skyline. So I think that just might be like another coast. It's pretty. Uh, I guess beach. it's as good as Chicago could possibly look from a distance. I mean, it's it's <laughs> pretty, but that's supposed to be in color, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Wowzers. Oh, where is he parked? Oh, powerful mullet. Parked right under the no parking sign. No parking, because you're a bad boy. You don't have to follow rules because you ride a motorcycle. And you got a mullet. Side note, motorcycles? Fuck them. I don't like people that ride motorcycles. I don't know if that's a, another thing that just pisses me off as a roadsman all myself professionally. Pretty much all of them. Like, and it sucks because I have friends that ride motorcycles. <laughs> I know, guys. They ride motorcycles, and I hate them. They're all just a bunch of assholes. That's allowed. Circles. She hits that note. She nails that. We were like a merry-go-round going around in circles. Do you think she recorded this more than once, or do you think she just was like, nailed that shit, put it on wax, like, we're good, we're good here? I think she was a little bit of both. She might have re-recorded a line or two, and then when she was done, she was like, fuck, yeah. I don't think this so. This is going to be amazing. One you take, think it was just live one take? Yeah, one take Terry. That's what they call her back in the day. Ah, JTT. Just knocking well. shit out. You said we'll always be Telling lies. 
looks like Dog the Bounty Hunter if it would happen in Chicago. 100% with that dark, like him with the dark hair and, and without the, the weird, like, uh, mullet, sunglasses, head, and the dressy thing. The fat but, broad with the big titties and the blonde hair. Like, this is Dog the Bounty Hunter on motorcycle. But notice, they're like 10 feet from just taking off and plowing through. What are they about to do, though? Uh,. I'm going to say rob a convenience store. Like if I had to just guess, I would think they pull up and then she pulls a gun on somebody. I don't know. Let's find out. Nope. They just plowed through a stop sign. Oh. And they zoomed into the stop sign. Oh, God. Just to, just to make sure you noticed. I thought she had a fanny pack on. That was her titty poking no, out. That's the thing. No, this shot, this is the worst framed shot ever. There is <laughs> there half of the screen is headroom. Uh, the bottom half is half titty, half gunt. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of and, gunt. A lot of gunt oh actually going on. <laughs> wow. gunt goes out as far as her fucking tits. <laughs> and dude, it's brutal. The only thing separating her tits from her pussy is her belt buckle right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a WCW championship belt, too. <laughs> she looks like Greg the Hammer Valentine. That fucking nose. <laughs> Jesus. Shrek. <laughs> Yeah, and that, that freeze frame specifically looks like she just got fucking punched in the nose so <laughs> It looks flat. And I'm going to tell you something else, brother. <laughs> Jesus. Holy shit. Um, put on some sunglasses, Terry. You got money, you know? You're, you're there you're in your leather. Driver. You're there in your leather with your fucking belt buckle and your tits. You should probably have a hat. <laughs> Maybe some sunglasses. Gym belt buckle. <laughs> She's the intercontinental champ. <laughs> intercontinental. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Where's the camera going? Oh. I think you saw a bug or something <laughs> on the center block. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, this is, you don't have to finish this. Uh, she's got so many more, Oof. but uh, yeah, so. Uh, That's a rough freeze frame right there. She looks like a goblin. <laughs> it's, oh, well, she has a song called Get Down Goblin. Yeah, I bet she does. Uh, I've, I've, I've been tech. I've texted back and forth with Jan Terry for years where she almost played my wedding. And then uh, the person that was paying for it was like, uh, nope. And I was like, okay. So uh, that didn't happen, but that would have been yeah, fantastic. Uh, Jan Terry uh, did a question and answer segment on a public access show that I hosted a few years back. Um, so I do have slight contact with Jan Terry, and okay, uh, it's hilarious that she's worst music video ever. So what's going to happen right now is I'm going to go pee. Okay, That'd be real quick. Oh fuck yeah, me too. Because I have to pee. But I want to talk about that. Public access. I didn't know that. So we're going to get into that. All that and more in two fucking seconds. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'm going to piss too. All right. Bye. Okay. Hank Sinatra. Is that your alias? Hank Sinatra Jr. Yeah, that was uh, that was the one. That was what buying a ham sandwich became. That's uh, That's solid, man. I like that. Thanks. If you're like me, you're worried that your children are going to grow up without any understanding of diversity in culture. And that's why I bought my children diversity crayons. 
Okay. And so it begins. Okay, here we go. The newest learning tool in modern parenting, parenting, including Hebrew, green card, fire engine red, white, uh, hi, <laughs> yellow, and black. So order diversity crayons now, and if you use your credit card in the next seven to five minutes, you'll... <laughs> yep. Um, so that was hilarious ten years ago when I came out with it, and these days, not so much. It's still fine. It would have been funny if you had said African-American, because that's the deal, right? <laughs> well, also, did you notice, though, like, when I said each color and showed each color, I said black and it was brown? Yes. <laughs> Um, not to beat that one into the ground, but yeah. So, but back in the day when I was doing the show, I used to debut each episode at a bar live before trivia night. And this episode went off without a hitch at a fucking reggae bar. So it's, it's funny when you get everybody. It was and like, yeah, exactly. It, that's, that's 100% of like what Hank Sinatra Jr. And just, I always am like, you can't fucking throw a stone until you've been broken in the eye with one or yes. whatever the saying is. And fuck yeah. It's something like that. I don't, like, I think it all depends on where your heart's at, man. Sometimes funny is funny. It is what it is. You might not think it's funny. And timing is definitely a thing. Like, there's always a right time and a wrong time to fucking tell a joke. But sh- sometimes shit's just funny. What do you want me to say, man? It makes me I laugh. I think you said it all. Yep. This way, I was having a conversation with my buddy uh, Pepper from the Rushmore podcast today, and he said some shit, and then my other buddy Mike said some shit about. Uh, I got it. So Pepper was talking about, and he had a, he did it in code. It was on Facebook, I guess. Somebody talked about killing themselves sarcastically, you know, being funny. I'm gonna fucking die if I don't get out of traffic. Like one of them kind of shits. And Facebook, okay. Facebook responded with like a, hey, buddy, like, you okay? You need a hug? Like, how you doing? <laughs> like Facebook Autobot? Yeah, like they hit a button and they were just like, are you feeling okay? Do you need people? I, I was before this, but fuck you. I'm going to go jump off a bridge now. Something that I find funny is if you Google search how to tie a noose, the first thing that pops up is the suicide prevention hotline. <laughs> I think that, that's, that's that's pretty funny to me. I don't know why. Some people might not think so for many reasons. No, I, I love that kind of stuff. Especially because honestly, like, yep, how to tie a noose immediately. Help is available. <laughs> Speak with someone today. This just makes me think of how fucking you're so willing to kill yourself. You're like, I should probably figure out how to tie the knot. They don't just wing it. You don't want to tie okay. a fucking wrong knot, I guess. <laughs> Okay, so that was Google. Let me go to oh, I, okay. I just typed, I just typed duck suck go, and I'm actually gonna wait to see where that brings me. Give you something. Isn't it? Isn't it duck duck go? I think it's uh, probably number fourteen on the right menu, depending on which restaurant you go to. Okay. That was duck suck go. So let's try duck duck go, and let's try how to tie a noose on duck duck go. No cookies. Yeah. Yep. See, see, they don't give a fuck about us. 
<laughs> and, and and I appreciate that. So thank you, DuckDuckGo. It's unbiased. Um, See, they're not even looking forward for their own clientele. See, back in my day, kids, when smoking was not okay, they would do things like make commercials with people with half of like a hole in their throat, and they would sing through it. Like there was a dude that was like, "Oh, you don't always die from tobacco." tobacco. Sometimes you just lose a love. Oh, you don't always die from tobacco. Sometimes they just slip out your tongue. And you won't seem worth a egg with a big hole in your neck. Cause you don't always die from tobacco. Cause you don't always die from tobacco. Here like fucking playing the guitar in a cowboy hat and shit. They was no one knows what it's like <laughs> to be. A- <laughs> give me fuel. Give me fire. <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> See, they could have beefed it up a little bit. But yeah, you know, that was our thing. They would stack body bags in Times Square and shit like don't smoke. Today, I saw one for the little the little vapor sticks, like the little uh, jewels and shit. And it was like, uh, it was all upbeat and giddy, like for kids. And it was like, hey, do you have depression or do you have anxiety? Would you also like depression? It was an anti-smoking commercial where they were like, try the new depression stick, yada, yada, yada. And if you fucking feel like shit already, like... It's just funny. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, they're telling people not to vape now with the kids. Don't fucking suck on the sticks that you can smoke and get more addicted to nicotine than we ever were as smokers. <laughs> Dude, I make commercials for a living. And uh, I make, I, I've had to make a few anti-marijuana PSAs in my life. Oh, and shame on you. Did you laugh the whole time? I laughed the whole time. I was definitely not straight the whole time, and I make a certain amount of commission off of certain commercials, and I made sure every penny from that commercial went to my local dispensary in Massachusetts. <laughs> and uh, But it's, it's hilarious just to be sitting home and just telling my wife, it's like, oh, just working on another anti-marijuana PSA. Man. Yep. Dude, it's fucking wild. So commercial seems like a lot of fun. Is is I don't know if you can talk about what you've done or what you're doing, but like, is there one that's been your favorite? Like one that to this day like made you laugh really hard, or you're like, man, it's a good goddamn commercial. Okay, so there's this one commercial that I worked on where this one woman uh kept fucking up her line so bad, and I have like five minutes of her fucking up one small line. <laughs> And that was really funny. But then there's this other flooring company. And they were like, people like animals and babies. So I was like, all right, well, you have a fucking dog. How about I give your dog a voice? And I just start scripting the commercial from the dog's point of view. Yes. I've since done 14 doggy commercials. He gets recognized in public. um, And they now have a puppy that we have named and given a voice and everything. So Ace Wood Flooring is by far my favorite client to work for. But the two things I hate in the world is advertising 
and the news and I work for both the, so, so you're, you're just, I guy. do. Yep. So I just have to stay in my own fucking stupid mind, close my doors, turn up the music and make terrible local commercials. Hey man. And I don't mind saying that. You get paid to do what you do. And I can't hate you for that. It's just funny. Cause I'm sure like you come across some shit. I don't know how much of that you can share. Like that would be the thing is obviously people might not appreciate you laughing at their five minute reel of them giggling and fucking up their lines or just, which did she get mad at least like three minutes into it? If it was such a short line, I'm sure she was just like, God damn it, Connie, get your fucking ass. Oh, she got pissed. (laughs) And, and, and the more pissed that she got, (laughs) the funnier it was to me. Why can't you say words? You stupid bitch. And you can even hear me in the background. I'm like, no, it's okay. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I've, so, I mean, I can't really uh, share full specifics, but uh, I will totally send you the footage of that woman fucking up five minutes of one line. And the line is, is uh, your reputation is my concern, meaning, hey, you're a business, but this one aspect of it, I got that. Yeah. Because your reputation is my concern. And she kept saying, your reputation concerns me. Your reputation. Means, like, there's a hey. few places you could fuck that up. But after about 20, I feel like maybe you say, listen, your reputation. Your reputation concerns me means it's my you, concern. you're terrible. You're doing a terrible job. And no, that's not right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so you do commercials now. You said you did a talk show. Like, what's up with that? Was it just I, yeah, local I did a, stuff a public access, a, a fifteen minute, uh, twice monthly public access talk show where I had interviews, live guests, Jan Terry, and just stupid skits. Uh, I I've been performing as a solo act and with other bands for fucking. More than half my life now. Well, that's what I was going to get at. Like, you said you haven't been doing podcasting very long. Your personality, to me, I'm just picking up a vibe, seems very outgoing. And, like, you've kind of got some stuff going on. And I'm I'm curious. Because this isn't your first rodeo, obviously. No, this is my first rodeo. This is just my first all-audio to podcast device rodeo. But, uh, yeah, man, I've been making music my whole life. Terrible music, you know, uh, solo stuff about extension cords and other assorted terrible things. But I've also been in other bands, kind of toured pretty much most of the U.S. and some of Canada. And now I'm just kicking it in my house, making podcasts about shitty shit with my wife and my little one. Being a suburban house dad reform. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> I've, you know, 10 years ago was in the heart of the city. These days I am in the sticks with terrible cell phone reception. Your internet's but, uh, better than Red's. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Jesus Christ. I, I actually have some. I keep seeing the fucking, uh, there's like a new Google Wi Fi thing, and every time it pops up, I just know he's probably looking at that shit bitching. You know, he's like, God damn it, <laughs> fucking stupid Wi Fi. Oh, uh, it's so fucking good. I've, I've had fun. I've, I've been a, I've always been 
I need to stay fucking busy because the second I get bored is when I start really doing bad things like getting heavy into drugs or fucking gambling, you know, who who fucking knows it's been a while, but I started my nonprofit. I was a uh, big brother through big brothers, big sisters for about six, seven years. I was big brother of the year in Rhode Island and now I make fun of terrible shit on the internet and people don't, people don't like me for it. I've already gotten some backlash for it and it's fucking amazing. It's just so much fun. Yeah. I've been doing it a while, man. It's, it's creative at the very least. You just kind of sit here and put your thoughts out into the world. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're bad, but I like the funny ones. Every once in a while you'll come up with some organic shit and that's the best. So Sorry if you got to break an egg or two to get to that omelet, but sometimes the omelet's worth it. You got to do what you got to do. That was a lot of shit there. You know, there's like five different colloquialisms like strung together. Yeah, but they were fucking beautiful. It went nowhere. Really- that was some yes. Patrick Michael level fucking sewing of words. That was ridiculous. <laughs> He's a fucking wordsmith. What I recently did was because I actually. I was a pod culture Patreon uh, member for the past few months and he hadn't put out an episode in almost two months. Yeah. So even though it was $3 a month, I was like, dude, I'm not here to, for like, just for the shits and giggles. Like I'm paying you money. I want material. So I canceled it. And I was like, dude, like, fuck you. So I still had like four days left of, uh, the pod culture Patreon feed after I canceled it. So I went back to the beginning and I was listening to old chewed gum shit. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. I miss that Patrick Michael. It's He's too away. much in his head these days. Yeah. They, uh, they turned the zoo into a circus, you know, and he- it's going to happen. I do. I do think, and I'm sitting on this one. He doesn't post that often. And it, uh, he just dropped an episode recently about Brian Laundry, and uh, I found this one guy who really might be a good contender for the next Patrick Michael. I kind of just want to sit on him, let him be organic for a little bit, and like I said, sometimes he'll go like two or three months without posting. So I kind of want him to uh, get back up. to normal, build up the. Uh, he's no fun when he talks politics because it's the same preachy shit over and over. But when it's every, whenever it's anything in the public eye, uh, just the uh, the theories are fucking insane. So uh, not a whole keep, lot. Keep your eye out. Yeah, there's not a whole lot coming out of the kitchen these days, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I got yeah. a few things on the back burner that never got put out publicly that I thought were kind of fun. Would you like to hear one of those? Oh, please. You like rap music? I do. Hey, uh, you familiar with a program called Smool Karaoke? A little bit. I've heard of it. <laughs> Man, So the funny thing is, is he really wasn't wanting to do it there in the beginning, huh? Really kind of trying to lean out of it. because. <laughs> no. So I went through a lot of the Smule catalog, and I, I like rap music. When I saw that one, I go, there's the N-word in that song a lot. I wonder if he says it. <laughs> and I went through a few <laughs> different rap songs because I go, that'd be funny. 
because that's my humor. And Amen. I made a I made a little alteration to the song though, just kind of cut some stuff out to make it tighter. But uh, this one's fun. You ready? Okay. Little Wayne. Oh my God. I'm a fan of this song too. I've just never karaoke'd it. Holy shit. Yeah. No? What's your go to karaoke song when you're out and about? Are you ever out and about at a karaoke bar? Never anymore, but I used to. I used to like okay. to sing a karaoke song. Uh, I'm a country guy at heart. And so there's a few that are classics, like the karaoke songs down here, if you're the one that can pull them. Because sometimes other people will do the shit, and you can't do it again because then you look like a dipshit. So, like, David Allen Coe, You Never Call Me By My Name is fun. You know that song where everybody has to sing back? Oh, yeah. I uh, Fun fact, I was in a uh, country and eastern band, and we actually opened up for David Allen Coe at the local theater in Providence, Rhode Island. See, that's pretty cool. When you said country and Eastern band, I was going to be like, what's that, like Aaron Lewis or something? Because I don't like that. (laughs) It it was pretty much just like a bunch of Providence, Rhode Island punk rockers that were thrown an early Merle Haggard album and said, here, use this as an influence. And uh, it was fun. It was just a girl fronted group. And uh, one guitar player, one bass player, one drummer, and a and a chick with high boots, and it was fun. It was fun bullshit, but uh, it was uh, it was definitely weird playing that concert uh, because uh, there was a lot of people, a lot of old school country people there, and we were just like kind of came out as I was fucked up on roll that night and uh, ready to just play a rock and roll concert and. So much people sitting in a circle in the front row. David Allen Coe, in my opinion, is a prolific songwriter. He couldn't, you can't cover one person's career in a night, for sure. No. That was one thing I went into that night knowing. Uh, I didn't realize that. I thought, a couple songs here, there, not a lot of radio play for the guy, but he's one of those people that just writes songs. You go back and look. He's got like 50 goddamn albums. It's crazy. He went to prison for a while. Did he say the N-word a couple times? Yeah. A couple times? No. He said it a lot more than a couple He's, times. He said it like four <laughs> times in one song and like one time in the other song. I've counted, <laughs> goddamn it. Because you really have to weigh that out. Like if you're going to get on your soapbox and defend the guy, like you really got to fucking know kind of the situation. And I've listened to a lot of David Allen Coe songs. I give white people a pass to say the N-word if they've been to prison. That's the rule. Dog the Bounty Hunter thinks that. I heard him say it recently. Like it's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> okay. I like that rule. No, like I, I'll totally just let anything fucking slide. But uh, I, I, I like that rule, especially since it comes from super woke dog. So that's cool. all. That's all I'm saying. Like he thought he had a pass. He had been to prison. I, I assume that's where he got it. 
David Alaco was in prison for a little while. He got out, and in one song, which he is the butt of the joke in that song, and I understand it is a hard song to get through. Oh, man, because I listen to it all, not all the time, but enough. <laughs> like I know every word. Uh, every time it comes, it's like, oh, fuck. It, it definitely gets the crowd excited. The second line of the song is, and to think I ate the pussy where that big black dick had been and kissed the lips that sucked him off time and time again. Like, he's making fun of himself in a sense. <laughs> but <laughs> it really is. No, it's, I- it's really overshadowed by the whole rest of it, though. Same thing with plenty of art that had been made prior to now. It's extreme. Yes. <laughs> yep. I mean, but the, but the thing is, it's thrown up on this. And it's like, holy shit. But then at the same time, people are like, you know, uh, Blazing Saddles is awesome. And it is. But they're put in two very different categories. See, it's crazy, though, because it's like R. Kelly, like, peed and raped on a bunch of chicks, right? I know. I feel weird listening to R. Kelly. Like, I don't feel right anymore. I try, and I hear the song, and I'm like... I want to get out of this, but God damn it. Like he definitely raped and peed a bunch of fucking teenagers. That's not okay. Robert. But then I listen to Dave Allen Coe and I go, this is a pretty good song considering it was 1964. And this dude was definitely on Coke heroin or crank or whatever the fuck the hell's angels were peddling at the time while he was traveling across country. And he managed to stream together this fucking beautiful song. Yeah, it's a fucking fantastic piece of art. He did sure. say the word, the magic word, and unfortunately, that one will get you kicked off most Billboard charts, <laughs> especially now. Kid Rock said it once, one time. Nobody talks about it. It's kind of funny, but I don't think anybody's surprised that Kid Rock said it, and it was a hard R, too, in a song. I'm a lyric nerd, so they stick in my head. In a song, like a recording, too? It's from the Devil Without a Cause album. He says it in like the second to the last song on the album. Hard R. Yeah, and in a recording, that's not like he said it once, because even if he said it once, that can be played a bunch, but he probably also said it a lot more than once. Wow. Oh, like how many takes did it take? (laughs) There was a few. I mean, and then did you listen to Corn when they came out? Mm. No, I think I caught the corn train when like everybody else did. Okay, so when see cuz I I was younger. My brother was 7 years older than I, so I always kind of was like a little older with the trends, meaning just like, you know, stupider. Fucking Corn has a song on their first album, Daddy, about being raped by your dad. And come to find out, it's actually not about Jonathan Davis's dad, even though at the end of it, he like fucking like there's like him crying in the booth where people it sounds like people like follow him with the microphone as he like leaves. And he's just like crying and they're like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, ah! And it's really fucking weird. And then come to find out, it's not even like about him getting raped. It's so fucking weak. Oh, yeah. So he's just a good actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just a good actor that tried to play like found footage, like Blair Witch Project shit on his fucking album, and it worked. To be honest, Kid Rock's telling a story on his album. I think it's about his uh his baby mama. Black chick with a real white act. 
accent Pretty girl in the ghetto, go figure Yeah, she got mad by some dope dealer, nigga Now, time out <laughs> That seems very stereotypical Kid Rock, you can't say things like that <laughs> Wow And that was kind of like E-H Not E-R, but not A I was like E-H I feel like super hard Hold please, because I feel like Dope dealing apostrophe before that kind of throws a little bit more shade into it. Like he wasn't saying, you know, crime fighting, you know, it was dope dealing. <laughs> okay. Because I was really only listening for two syllables. Yeah, yeah, she got mad by some dope dealing nigga. Still seeing that other kid yeah. on the side. She kept most of the thoughts inside. Apparently his uh, baby mama, his first kid, who's mixed. So obviously. Uh, had some oh, issues. Shared shared bad home. All that stuff. Now, uh, were you a big fan of Kid Rock at all? I used to love Kid Rock. Are you familiar with the song Pussy Galore? When does that song come out? This is, must be late. It, it it was it was mid to late. It was definitely late. it might have been like fifteen years ago. So the thing is, is like now that you just said it. I'm going through my head Rolodex, and I go, he's got a lot of songs with pussy in it that I like. But also, it's a song about the Playboy Mansion. Uh-uh. He's he's got a song about like uh, okay. Fun fact: yes. he he bought a song from a band about uh, partying at the Playboy Mansion, and the band wrote the song very ironically because they were a nobody band, Ruth Ruth from New York, um, and they put a song out. And it did nothing, right? Because they were nobodies, like he did. Uh, somehow, Kid Rock found it. He bought it from them and invited them to one of his concerts. Uh, they had to go backstage through like three tiers of security, and they went back finally to see him all blinged out in a throne with like a cane and everything, yeah. and like like sashes and shit. And uh, knuckle rings and everything. And uh, yeah, he was uh, hardly impressed to meet the people that wrote the song Playboy Mansion, which he then turned into Pussy Galore, which they told me one night because they're a shitty punk band and I fucking love them. (laughs) That has to happen more than you would think. Oh, 100% for sure. Like any band that doesn't make it writes one song that then gets offered to fucking buy it and be like this this shitty song is no longer yours this this like shitty like it's it was just a sticky song it was nothing good man but uh so this it was is, good enough for a kid rock to buy this is crazy there's only one piece of this on fucking uh youtube and it's coochie galore i wonder if it's changed don't you wanna go down yep so far, it's Kid Rock. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. And it wasn't. Um, I, I, I would. I want to find the uh, original version. Don't you wanna go down? My name's Gucci, Gucci Galore. My name's Gucci, Gucci Galore. Who are you? My name's Gucci. So is it Pussy Galore or is this an edited version from YouTube? Uh, 
Fuck. Now I got to look back into that because I'm wondering. I, I want to say it was Pussy Galore, but I guess Coochie is the uh, the song was pretty much when YouTube YouTube came out in what 2005. So five six somewhere. Around. Yeah. Back then, yeah. They, if they were to ever release only one version of a song, they would have released the clean version for sure. Especially back then. So this has to be the clean version. Coochie galore, my name's Coochie, Coochie galore. Everybody naked in the hot tub. Everybody want a baby boy back rub. Drinking champagne from your belly button. Licking it up like wine. Everybody want to make it with a playmate. Everybody want to drive through the front gate. In a jet black Lamborghini. Leopard print for line. My name's Coochie, Coochie galore. My name's Coochie. Yeah, I'll check that out later. That's four minutes. I'm not going to do that to anybody else, but uh, yeah. I like Kid Rock, so that'll be yeah, really and fun. <laughs> and that song was written kind of, you know, as a – like literally by three nerds who would never be at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, just thinking shit up. Uh, and then he bought it and made it – turned it into a song by someone who totally has and will party at the Playboy Mansion. So it's just funny how shit works, but it's – that's that's the biz, baby. <laughs> I like it. There's no rhythm or rhyme, man. You just get in there and fucking see what happens. Oh, Adam, it's been a pleasure to get to speak with you this evening, and uh, we'll definitely have to meet up again. We might have to have a three-way dance with Fish, maybe Red. We'll get it all figured out, but uh, I would like for you to give plugs, let people know where to find you, all that good shit, so that uh, if people want to come visit, they can. Well, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Got a podcast. You can find it everywhere. The internet is a toilet. Got a website, toilet.show. That website's got all the links. Check it out. Have some fun. Send me some shitty shit if you know about some shitty shit on the internet. There's a lot of shitty shit out there, and uh, I found a bunch tonight that I didn't even know existed, so thank you, Jody. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's been a pleasure to get to speak with you, dude. So Appreciate it, dude. Thanks for coming. Fuck y'all. Go uh, subscribe to his show. And that was my conversation with Adam Thoreau, host of The Internet is a Turlet. Adam's a good guy. I've heard him on several other shows. I heard him on Delvin's show. Uh, I've heard him with Fish. He's good people. And uh, I'm happy to have him around. Good luck, sir. I'm happy to know you. Happy to work with you. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have some fun. Speaking of which... uh, (laughs) There's been some other projects in the mix that I'd like to mention. Uh, Kids Watch Garbage. It's a new project I'm done thus far with Teresa, a new friend, host of the Bad Poet Society, and also with Chris from the Porn Stash podcast. We just complain about the shit that our kids watch and the annoying theme songs, and we talk about uh, the cool stuff we used to get to watch and the bullshit that they have now. So that's fun. Go check it out. We'll be putting uh, those episodes out, hopefully more frequently than my show. Uh, <laughs> the host might change a little bit. That's the fun part. The show is for parents by parents. So Adam, I'm sure, will make his way there, along with uh, some of the other characters from the extended universe. So be ready for that. And you guys already know the deal. Like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend, tell your ma, tell your friends, mama about the show. You can find me on Twitter at Pod. 
Also, go to biobidet.com. Use promo code POBOYS. You'll get 10% off. Clean your booty hole like a champion. I'm, uh, I'm saving up to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to be in an airplane for the first time. I'm going to get to travel across the ocean for the first time. Like It's a lot of firsts coming up. So, uh, yeah, go buy toilets. Help you help me. Yeah, I need a couple extra ducats. Everything's expensive. Maybe I'll get stuck in Hawaii. That'd be fucking great. But anyway, listen, I'm not going to waste any more of your time yapping about bullshit. I love you motherfuckers for listening. Thank you. And I'll see you next time. Two